Good morning, we're saying Ketubot Daf Tzadik Hay, and we're starting on the Amud, two lines on the top of the Daf, new Mishnah, Magnitim. Misha Anasui Shnei Dashim, so a person had a field, he was, first he was married to two women, okay, and then he had a field, and he sells that field, Rashi says, Machat Tzadayu, a Meshua Beret Lektubata, the actual Meshua Rashi which corrects it, he says, Meshua Beret Lektubata, so this is a, I'm not sure why, but now I'm thinking about it. The Rashi says, Meshua Bad Lektubot, which is right. It should be Meshua Bad Lektubot. I'm not sure why it says Lektubot, the Meshua Shas, to be honest. And I say, it's got a field that's underwriting the Ketubas, and he sells it. V'katvari shonali lokeach, dinudvarim, and nimach. So the first wife is okay with it. The first wife says, you know what? When I saw... Right, so the first wife writes to the to the guys buying from no problem. I, I I approve of the deal. Okay, once he says and he didn't very mitach, she says I I'm not, I know that I can't claim my from that. It's not a case of a guy who was a lokach and now she can go and torefet the, the the land. She can't. Hashnia, but the second wife didn't agree. So the Mishnah says Hashnia motzia melokach. The second wife she wants a ketubah, her husband dies. She goes after the guy and grabs the field back. Very <laughs> And now the first wife, who had originally written a din varim to this to the guy who bought the field, once the first the second wife had taken it back, the first wife now goes and grabs from the second wife. Right from the second wife. Look at Rashi. Ashnia motzia kishiamot bala v'chaim b'achov v'alokeach min arishona. So now the the so it's, it's like it's, it's a spiral. Okay, what happens here is. The husband has a piece of field, a land, which is underwriting the ketubah. He sells it. The one wife agrees to the sale. The second wife doesn't agree to the sale. The wife who didn't agree to the sale, after the husband dies, goes and claims the field back to serve a ketubah. The first wife, she says, wait a second. I was happy not to claim the field back from the guy who bought it. But if it's now with my tsare, if she's got it, I also want it. So she now was the first wife. So she's really got precedence because she's got timut. She came first. Her ketubah is a is an earlier ketubah. So she's what is it? Now she's got the field. It belongs to me. Takes back from her. The 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 buyer says, "What is it? second? you had a din and environment, but you told me you'd never ever come again and claim this field from me. So therefore, you've now got it. It's mine. Give it back to me." So as we go around in a cycle, in a cycle, in a cycle, and Mishnah says, "V'chozrot chalila ad sheyasu pshara benehim." The word chalila over here. In Hebrew, you have it. Choshot Khalil, it's, it's an expression. And like it goes on forever. So I saw in Steinzeit actually explains there that Khalil comes the word Machol, like to dance, like in a circle. You dance in a circle. So it's Choshot Khalil, it basically dances around, it spins around, 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 around. And until they come and they've got to basically do a deal. Now again, I saw the Ritva says, where's Robert here yeah, for the Ritva? And I saw that the Ritva, every time I think of Ritva, I'm going to think of you. Right? So I saw the Ritva said over here that... Uh, that you don't really go and the first one grabs the field and then the second one grabs the field from the, the second wife from the first wife and then the client goes back and grabs from the sex from this first wife. That you don't really physically each one take ownership. But because they're able to, so halakhically you go to bait and you realize you're going to make a deal. Because in, 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 in principle, that's what could happen. So if they don't settle and the one guy does try and take it and register it and he's down the next second, the other wife will come and take it. Then once she takes it, the wife, third, first wife will take it. Then the first one will take it, he'll take it from the first wife and go around, around, around. So you've got to bait in and sort it out. It's not that you actually have to 
transfer ownership all these times. Okay. Then the Mishnah says, V'chein Baalchov, V'chein Isha Baalatchov. And so too with the Baalchov, and Rashi will give us examples at the end of the daf, and it's a, 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 just a regular creditor, and so too Baalatchov, Rashi points at Aviyah, and Mephashbuk Gemara. And like we've always seen, Rashi is normally pretty straightforward, and if he says something, he does it. And at the end of the Mishnah, we'll, at, the, on the end of the, at the end of the Parik, we're going to finish the Parik today, please God. We'll see there, Rashi explains these two examples of here, of a creditor as well, or a woman uh, who's, who, who's a creditor. So Gemara asks a question. So the Chikat and so big deal, she wrote to the guy, and he didn't marry Mitra. So what? We already learned before, Vatanya. Because we saw in Dav not long ago, two weeks ago, you say to your friend, you know, you write him a note saying, I'm abandoning my rights in this field. I want nothing to do with it. My hands are, are, are removed. Where you saw that. Why do we say, and the Rashi there, from that daf, says, Since you're already a part out in this field, and it's not called giving it to your friends as a matana. The halachic terminology for giving a gift. Just like I want nothing to do with it, it's not giving a gift. Look what she says here. It's a prayer. You're davening, you're saying, It's costing me the irrigation, it's costing me the money, and the weeding, and the, fo- and the fencing, and, and it's such a fedrus. I wish I had nothing to do with it. Yeah, you take it. That's not called a matana. Matana is when I rain, you know, ten nechat, as they come up, you got to give it a lashon. So the woman said, I need dinner with Dvari Mitcha. That doesn't mean anything. The woman says, no. You're right, Rachel Maskinan, Beshekanu Miyada. They did a Masakinian. It wasn't just um, a halavai. They actually did a Masakinian, lifted up a sudar, a scarf, or they did some sort of Masakinian, which gave a bit of, uh, of, uh, of credence. Look at Rashi. I mean, Behakotev Lishto, Techede Kanu Miyado. Even though they wasn't actually on the land, they were sitting in the lounge, in the dining room, and he picked up a scarf and he said, this is different to the field. It's a master Kenyan that applies. I don't understand. Even so, so he did a master Kenyan. Big deal. What? So what? Tama, woman could turn around and say, you're right, I did a master Kenyan. I'm not denying it. I did a master Kenyan. And I approved of the deal. But why? Why? I just wanted to be nice. My husband was sitting a field over there. It's my field. It's underwriting my ketuba. I wanted to be a nice, friendly wife. I didn't want to insult him in front of, uh, of, of the client. I didn't want to ruin the deal or whatever, but I, I didn't really mean to give up my rights. Me look at Tantna, the girl said, didn't we learn already in the Mishnah? Person bought land. From a man, and then he went and bought it from the woman. In other words, he got, got her to, uh, to, uh, to, to agree to the sale. Look at Rashi, completely. Even while the husband's alive, it's not even a good deal. One of the three fields, or one was dedicated to a ketubah. Or one of hers. Whatever the case was. So why did she agree to the sale when the guy came to her and signed on the contract as well? I didn't feel like causing problems with your fight with my husband. So I said, okay. But I clearly didn't intend it. My wasn't there. 
So what's going on? So the words, so what is happening here in the Mishnah when we said, Why not? It's an undone deal. It's not deal here. The first wife could even take from the Koach. Why does it have to go through the spiral of the second wife and then the client and the first wife from the second wife? She said it. Nachadruach. So I'm Rabbi Zayram Rechiz Lokashia. He says, you know what? Hari Meir, Hari Biyuda. It's a machloket tanaim. You're right. We brought those cases there from Gittin. We saw in Gittin and it's a mekach ta'ut and it's a nachadruach sit labali. It's a machloket tanaim. The Tanya, the word quotes over here again. Another Gemara here. This comes from Baba Kama. Katav le Rishon. So, mashtar mechish al sadechat. A man wants to the field. So, katav le Rishon. Velochat malo. Yeah, he sells, right? The, the first wife doesn't, he sells to one guy and she doesn't chat malo. He sells a field to one man, his wife doesn't agree. Lashaini, vechat malo. To the second guy, she, he, she, he sells another field to the second guy. And yeah, she writes, she agrees to the, to the, to the deal. So, if the ketubah says, if that's the case, the woman loses her ketubah. And the assumption that there was no other fields available to claim the ketubah, just these two fields. So even though the first guy she never signed off on, and the second one she did sign off on, Rimei says that's enough to prove that she loses the whole ketubah. Look at Rashi. To the first one. The second one is still she does. Look at Rashi. If there aren't any other lands to claim from her ketubah, she loses the whole ketubah. The first one, so the second guy, she says to him, listen, the second guy, she definitely can't go and claim from. Why? Because she signed on it. The first guy, when he sold the first field, said to the woman, what do you want from me? When I bought your husband's field, which you refused to agree to, I had no problem. Why? Because I knew that he had another field. So I left you a place from which to claim from. I left you land which was unencumbered. It wasn't sold to anybody. My land is encumbered. Why is it encumbered? Because it's owed to me. It's a Meshuvah. There's a loan. If he takes the land back, we owe him the money. So my land, and where the Klal is, I think Rashi actually mentions it over here. Uh, it doesn't mention it over here. There's a Klal. We learned before the Aloha that uh, you only can claim land which is encumbered land which is Meshuabad, if there isn't any other unencumbered land to claim from first, even if it was Ziburit, remember? So you can't just come to me now, says buyer number one, because when I bought the field, even though you refused to sign on from the deal, I knew there was another field that you could buy from. So go to him. But you can't go to him. Why can't you go to him? Because him, you signed the letter that you won't come back to him. So leave me alone. So contrary, may the sum of Daktubata. Now you would all know she can just say to the guy, what do you want? Neither of you have got any claim against me. I can claim whatever I want. The fact that I agreed to the second guy was just and therefore it's an undone deal. And she goes back to the son. So we see how Mayor says that it was a done deal. That once he, she signed off on the second deal, the first guy has got grounds. Rabbi Yudah says, no. She can simply turn and say, listen, even though you think I signed off on him, that was Nachadruach Asiti Labali. So that's answer number one to understand the steer between our Mishnah, where our Mishnah seems to imply that once she said it, it was done, and therefore she can't just say Nachadruach Amar Labali. And the Mishnahs in getting there are Rabbi Yehuda, 
Rabbi Yehuda says, Nachadrochadumabani. So here, according to Rimei, it will be according to Rabbi Yehuda. That's answer number one. We're going to come back to this. Answer number okay. two. Yeah. Just, just to clarify, she can go to either of the two buyers, not just the first buyer, correct? Agreed. Because uh, yeah. even though even though the cloud is that she should go to unclaimed land, but yeah, they're both Meshuabad at the end of the day because they're both sold. So once they're both sold, she can probably go to the guy who bought first. Because remember, the guy who bought first, uh, all her land was still was, was guaranteed by the time that he bought it. Yeah. So if there was land that the husband had for to serve to somewhere else and she preferred this land, she wouldn't be able to do it. But now he sold both his fields. And she, according to Rabbi Huda, who's saying Nachad Ruach, I didn't really agree to any of them. Therefore, I've got no deal with I can go to you, I can go to him. Both of you, I never agreed to the sale. Correct. Amr Papa. Papa gives a different answer, which is a different answer to resolve this theory here between Agamoras. And that is, but Grusha, we're talking here about a Grusha over the Divra Hakol. What does it mean about a Grusha? If you look here on the Tosford read, Tosford read about four lines from the bottom of Tosford read, the very wide lines at the bottom there in the middle. It says, Amr Papa, Grusha, the Divra Hakol. Meaning both Rabbi Huda and both Rimei would agree over here. When can you say Nachadruach when she's still married? Because when she's still married, she's concerned about her husband, what he thinks about her. After that divorce, when she came out of Nachadruach. Right? So that's why he says, Perush Maditin Mari Begrusha. Vachar kach katva de lokeach, she'en alomar achshav Nachadruach asid lebali. So, she hadn't been paddled ketuba yet. And he was coming to sell the field, and he said to his Grusha, to his ex-wife, he said, listen, I'm just telling you now, I'm sitting in this field. You know that if I sell this field, I have got the land to pay you out. And she signed the, on, on it. Now you can't come and say Nachadruach Hasid Labali. So what Nachadruach? So there must have been other reasons why you were agreeing to that sale. Not sure what they were, but other reasons. But not just that Nachadruach, because you divorced already. Um, that's your Papa. Bedivrako. So there's no Machlokitev to Rabbi Yudamimah. Rabbi Ashi Amar, he's got a different answer, a third answer. Kule Rabbi Meir, he says, really, a whole sugi of yes, or Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Yudah is talking over there. Ah, Mishnah, if you notice, he's not talking about two Lukuchot. It's a guy who's married to two women, but he's got one person who buys the field. So says Rabbi, says, says Rabbi, says Rabbi Ashi, what you quoting me, the story that Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Meir says that Avdag Ketubata, she's lost her Ketubah. That's in a situation where there were two clients and she never agreed to the one and she agreed to the other. Right? He says, but over here, look back in the Gurdamishnaluchot, the Amrila, I eat the Nachadruachavadit, Lekamei Bailachlimavad. If you tell me really, if the real reason that you did it is because you signed off on the second sale because of Nachadruach to make your husband feel good, so why don't you, why don't you want to make him feel good about the first one? When I bought, when I bought, you're telling me, ah, no, I didn't really. So she comes down to the first buyer. And she wants to take his field. And he says, no, I left you with that woman. He said, no, that, 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 that field is also sold. Yeah but, yeah, but you signed off on that one. He said, no, I didn't read it with Nachadruach. He says, I don't understand. What, Nachadruach on the second one, not on the first one? If you start concerned about how your husband feels, how come you didn't, you, you didn't make him feel good when I bought from him? So he's already now going into her, into her rationale and saying, you must have other, other considerations. I don't believe you that it was Nachadruach. It was Nachadruach who's done it for me as well. In fact, you didn't do it for me as well. And the first sale means that it wasn't really Nachadruch and you had other, you had, you had other f- uh, factors here at, at, at play. So, but 
But even Rabbi Meir would agree that like in our Mishnah, when there's only one guy buying, and you can't say, ah, why didn't you do it with him and you're doing it with me? I feel Rabbi Meir more there. Right? Even Rabbi Meir would agree that, uh, that, she, that she wants it back. Umatnitin de katavla ele acher. And our Mishnah, if you look at the Rashi Savia, Umatnitin, where's the Rashi? Umatnitin de hacha de ashminan mina. Khatimata Kayemet. The Khatima is a is, is a good Khatima. So here, right, this wife over here who agreed to the sale, that was a good sale. So therefore you can't take it back from it. It was like a snot. Okay. So basically we've got three different ways of learning it, right? Either Makhlu Rabbi Huda, or there's Rabbi Rapapu who says but Rabbi Grusha, or Rabbi uh who says no. That whole machloket where you want to say there was a steer between the two Mishnahs. Is not relevant because that's talking about two clients, and every marriage says it. We're here, it's only one. If every man would agree over here that, uh, that she could claim it back. Okay, the one's like a So we learned over here, we learned in Gitin as well. This is what, this is what I said. I said we learned it here, it's coming up over here. We learned in the Mishnah in Maseri Gitin, in, 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 right? So you can't claim. From a Ziburit. He has the Gemara. Okay, so I thought we'd already learned it. Even if it's Ziburit, it was the worst kind. In other words, if the, if the husband sold his, his, his edict and his bane on it to other people, all left is with the Ziburit, with the worst type of land in the world. It doesn't help him. If he's got land left over, it doesn't help her, sorry. If there's land left over, she's got to go to there first, or anybody for that matter. So the Gemara is a Kasha now. He buy a layu. In the Babylonian, the question was asked. So here we saw a moment ago that we're on this Mishnah that if he's got Nechasim that are not Nechubadim so you first got to claim from those. So what happens if you had Nechasim but Ishtaduf Ishtaduf, I look at Rashi Nitkal Kalu, he says, they, they were ruined. Rashi Ishtaduf Nitkal Kalu. So Rashi says, Ishtaduf Nechari Laachar Shilakho Halukuchot So when the husband was selling he sold good land and left behind land, and now that land, there was land for the club, that land became ruined now, I don't know, it was flooded, swamped, whatever the case was. So now the question is, Mahu, what do you mean Mahu? Look at Rashi. Uh, right? The Litrov me Meshabde? Can she now say, listen, mister, I've got a ketubah. My ketubah was originally underwritten by all those fields that you saw. When you sold field number one and field number two and field number three, I was quite happy for you to sell them in mind because I knew that there was field number four to claim from. But now field number four is a swamp or it's flooded. So now I haven't got a field anymore. So now I'm going to go claim from those fields. Can you do that? So Gemara says, we can learn from our Mishnah. Toshma katav rishon velo malo. The first one that he sold, the woman didn't agree to. And now the second guy who comes to buy, she signs. What does Mary say? She lost her ketubah. Let's think about it for a second. We try to compare the situation to where there was fields left over and those fields went bad. And saying that's been in our Mishnah. The first one that she sold to, he never agreed to signing on. Right? The second one, she did sign on. Now, Says over here, so whoever's answering this question, right? If Sakadatach, Ishtaduf Benechari, 
tarif mimashabdei. If you're going to tell me now that the din would be that the original land that was free and available to claim from suddenly got ruined and I can now go back and start looking for the guys who bought from my husband and go claim from him. So nehi teibda tubatami sheni. So now we understand why in our Mishnah this woman hasn't got a ketubah from the second as the guy who bought the field. Right? But she should be able to go to the first guy. And what did we learn? It wasn't our mission actually. It was in the in the in the, in the bright which we quoted from from uh, from from Gittin, right? We saw there where Mary said, "If Bata, go back a couple of lines up, and we read it." Tanya katavla rishon velo chatmalo. So the first guy came to buy from husband, and she never agreed to that deal. Lashani, the second guy came and bought a field vechatmalo, and she now sold. She agreed to the deal. Mary said, "If Bata. And if you, the, you write and you could now, once your field got ruined, go back claim from the others. So why don't we say that she can claim from the first guy? Because really, when she sold to the, when he sold to the first guy and he never, she never agreed to the deal, there was still land left over, which was really good land, which she, was claimed, she could claim from unencumbered land. Now that land got sold and she agreed to it. So now it's as if it's Ishtaduf Sadeh. Now that field became ruined. Her claim that she could have claimed or became ruined. It's no longer a field to claim from. Why? Because she gave it away. So if you're right that if it became ruined, now you can go back to the, to the other guys. Why can't she go back to buyer number one and say, listen, it's field number two that I had has now been ruined. Even though she ruined it. Now it's been ruined. I want my field back from you from field number four. Are you with me? Right? So now Rav Nachman doesn't like this. I'm Rav Nachman by Yitzchak. What are you talking about? He said, firstly, no, no, sorry, 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 sorry. The Gemara now gives a, a wild answer. I'm Rav Nachman Yitzchak. He says, you're right. Of course you're right. My Ivda, what did Rabbi Mary mean when he said, Ivdak to Batash lost her ketubah? Ivda mi shayni. Shayni lost her ketubah as far as the second guy was concerned, who she conceded to the sale. But obviously she can go off number one and claim back from him. So according to Abdach by Yitzchak, the answer is yes, you're right. Im nishtadef sadehu, if it became ruined, you can now go, even though the din is you should originally claim from Bnei Chorid, from free land, but if free land became ruined, you can go off to Shibud land. That's exactly what happened. He said, but yeah, in the Ketubah, Ketubah number two, the sale number two, she can't go after. And now it's if nishtadef, and she can go off to field number one. That is Rav Nachman by Yitzchak. I'm a Rava. Rava doesn't at all like Rav Nachman by Yitzchak's answer. And he says, Stay chuvot bedavar. I've got two things to say to you why I don't agree with you, Rav Nachman by Yitzchak. He says, Chada, the Ibdul Gamre Mashma. He says, Firstly, when the Mishnah, the brighter there says, but Rabbi Mary says, Ibdak to Bata, Ibda is a lashon of Ibda, lost. Not Ein Latana, Berishon, Berishon, yes, Vashadi, no, Ibdak to Bata, gone Gamre. The audience, then furthermore, we've got a brighter, which is similar to this case over here. What's the brighter? The brighter says like this. Lava mina echad. A guy took a loan from somebody, calling the Balchov. And then he had two fields. He had two assets and he sold them each. So he borrows money from somebody. He owes him money. His land is underwriting that money that he borrowed. And he now goes and sells those two fields. And the creditor, the Balchov, wrote a letter, a contract to the second guy who's buying from him. Right? 
And he writes over here, he says, I've got no claim against you to buy a number, to buy a number two. So what does the Tanaka, the Tana say in that brighter? Ain lo alokeach rishon klum. He can't even go after the first guy. This is exactly like our Ketubas, by the way, where the husband owes money to, the, to his wife. She's the Balat Chov. It's imagine that she gave him the loan by the fact that she's got a Ketubah. And now he's sold to number one and number two. To number two, the wife agrees not to go after him. The wife number, but the wife number one, the sell, wife number one, the wife doesn't agree not to go after him. And she wants to go after him. Rabbi Mary said, So to us, Rabbi, Rabbi, Rabbi says, it's not, it doesn't work like that. Rishon Klum. Why? Because what does buy number one say? Buy number one says to, to Balchov when he comes after, he says, what do you want, Balchov? When I bought the land from your creditor, right, your debtor, whatever it was, you had another field to claim from. So you can't, I didn't leave you with anything, with, with nothing. I left you with a land, with a field, you could have gone after him. You chose not to go after him, you can't come after me. So now, let's act like our case. However, so we might have think for a moment that we've answered the question. Remember? Rav Nachar Yitzhak answered the question and said, yes, you can go after unclaimed land, after, after encumbered land. Rabbi says to Rav Nachar Yitzhak, you're wrong, Rav Nachar Yitzhak, you can't, for two reasons. First, because the Lashon says, Legamre, completely, that he lost the Ketubah. And second, we've got a brighter with a very similar situation to yours, model on the Ketubah, but exactly the same. But don't think, he says, so therefore you're wrong with regards to our situation. But don't think we've answered the question. We haven't answered the question. Why? Because There in both the Mishnah with the woman and in the case, the brighter which we brought over here, right, which he, which, which he quoted, where we said, uh, both it's the, it's the Baal himself or the wife herself that is responsible for causing this damage. Because the wife wrote to the first buyer, Din Vidvarim. The Baal wrote to the second buyer, Din Vidvarim. And if they hadn't written it in, it wouldn't have existed. So they're to blame. So we haven't been able to answer our question where things happen naturally. What happens if there isn't anybody who actually gives a green light to somebody to do a deal? And a woman, Mamash, her husband sells a field not even a husband, in a, in a normal course of events. A guy sells a field. He says, you're not probably selling that field. Why? Because another field is leaving for his creditors. And that field now gets flooded. Could the creditors go after that field? Nobody wrote any consent or agreement to the sales whatsoever. Maybe yes, maybe no. We haven't answered that question. Look at Rashi over here. The last Rashi. The Afsid Nafshay. Right? Ula Rabba. He says, Ula Kula Rabba Kama. This whole thing is all Rabba. The very first wide lines of Rashi at the bottom. We haven't answered the question of Right? Because there he did it himself by writing into the agreement. The Lord damid ishtaduf is not similar to our case at all. So rather argues Rav Nachman Yitzchak not because he thinks that he doesn't because he's got a different answer, right? But because he wants to even tell him more than that. Firstly, you're wrong from bringing the argument of, of Rabbi Meir, and if you're going to bring Rabbi Meir, who says about if the that's not our case. Our Mishnah and Rabbi Meir are not discussing the question of after the bad midrash about if ishtaduf uh, sadeu could you then go after the, 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 the somebody else or not.
the Gemara is even confused about this whole suffix. What's this question? What do you mean? Can we go after the, 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 some other fields? So I don't understand the question. Look outside. It happens every day in Beitin. And he gives an example. Look, Rashi says, the Dayanin Danin. That the Dayanin all the time making his decisions. The Kavan Dishtaruf Benechari, Tarim Mishadeh. All the time. If they, we thought that there was land available or somewhere to pay the debt from, that got lost, that got damaged. They, they go after somewhere else, of course. Because the Quaker, the Dahul governed the Mishkan. But how can you do that, Darren? This property sold, how can you claim from a property that's sold to somebody else? Because when, not someone, other part of your property is ruined. Because the person who's buying from you knows that your land is encumbered. You've got debts. Or you've got a ketubah. We know that according to the Tusha and Rabbi Yochai and Shimon Yochai, all your assets are encumbered to a ketubah. So anybody who buys from you needs to check very, very well that there's enough resources for you to meet your other obligations. Otherwise, he's like he's his deals up on up for grabs. Now it doesn't mean you can't pay. He won't get compensated, right? If the woman goes after him and takes the field away, the husband's got to pay him back. He doesn't just lose the field. Didn't pay the money and it's on lucky packet and it's gone forever. But as far as the actual land is concerned, the pre-existing creditors would have a right over it. That's what the Allah is telling you. When you come to but buy the, land... The land has been ruined after the event. Doesn't the matter. The sale happens after the event. At the time it was fine. There was enough uh, security in the other land. Okay, so maybe you've got to take into account uh, you know, all these extenuating circumstances. You've got to think. But you know what? Before well, we... Sure. But, but let's, but let's, carry, let, let's just... Let, let's, let's look at the... Let's just finish this little sugya now and, and then discuss it afterwards. Not finished. Okay, so what's over here? What's the... What's the Havamina? So there's a friend who he borrowed money from somebody and the way that he paid him back was he says, yeah, you, you can have 10 years of my field at a pardisa. Now it's interesting to see uh, the, the word pardisa is not a pardais. So you know, Rashi says, yeah, carry him a vineyard. Now pardais normally means an orchard in Hebrew. So when I saw pardais, we know in Hebrew is an orchard and Rashi says, carry him as a vineyard. So it makes you start thinking, what's this word, Pardisa? So who do you turn to in times like that? Steinsatz. Because Steinsatz has got, in the Hebrew versions on the inside, he's got Ishim, he's got like Olam, and he explains all these different words, whatever. So it turns out, he says over there, that Pardisa comes from, I think, the Persian word, he says, already made its way into, the, in, into Nach. But it comes up, which is, a, it's the field of mixed types of trees. And it could even be, not even for farming, just for like, uh, for, for Noi. For like, 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 a, like a pretty garden, whatever. But anyhow, so here Rashi is telling us it's a kerim. So this guy had a field, he had a, v- a vineyard, or whatever the case was, and uh, he owes a guy money. He says, Listen, you can use my vineyard for 10 years, all the produce are yours. And they work out, I suppose he borrows 100,000, and every year is worth about 10,000. It's going to balance off nicely. Right? So now what happens? After five years, the vineyard dries up. No longer any food, no fruits. So the guy sits back at his, with his bookkeepers and they do a chesh. He says, what is it? What's going on over here? You know, didn't we get 10 years on this? And five years up. So what happened? They came to Rabbanan. Right? Look at Rashi. Rashi. Right, he lost it. 
So the same thing now. It comes back. So he says, isn't this proof? Right? Isn't this proof? This is Rabbi Yehma Ashi. Isn't this proof over here? That this happens all day long. We see here, Mamash, a case in point, that when the, when the good land dries up, you go after when the unencumbered land dries up, you go after the encumbered land. Okay? They, they said, yeah. What's a tirfa? Tirfa is a star to go after him for other lands. So he says to him, no, 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 no. He says, he says uh, you can't, that's not a good proof. Because there as well, in Uhud, Afsidu and Afshayu. He says, in Uhud, look at Rashi, Ihu, if she then lokayach, shlakach sadem yadze, shimishkan kerem zeb, achrayut, esashanim, right? He says over here, right? So the Gorons said the same thing should be the case over here, right? That just like in our case of a guy, uh, who uh, who had bought fields, so that, right? So, he, w- w- so, so the government says no, it doesn't work. That that, that that isn't a good that isn't a good case. Why? Sorry, sorry. Okay, I, 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 the, the dogs make a noise. I'm confused, but yeah. Okay. He says uh, he says says no. Inu shayu, right? Kevin Abu Yade the Pradisa Abi the Kash the Kaiish, lo ibay leilu mizve. So the guys who bought. The, uh, the other thing, I got it. Okay, so he's saying over here, okay. So now they gave him to go after the guys who bought the fields. So the guy said, no, that's not even a good, that's not a good answer either because it didn't happen by itself because there, this guy who, who had the loan in the meantime was paying back his debt via his paradise had sold the field to somebody else and that somebody else should have realized that this guy's got a 10-year lien over this paradise and that paradise is going to last five years. So what do you think? They're not going to come after him. Okay, they're going to come after him. Okay, I got it. Thank you. All right, let's go. Okay, so bottom line is we haven't answered we haven't answered this story. But the Gamora gives the answer. Hilchita Ishtaduf Benechari Trafa Mimishabde. Even though we didn't actually prove it, bottom line Gamora says, yes, if a person buys a field, he's got to check out before he buys it very, very, very well what the other guy's holding to make sure that there's not going to be a situation here where they're going to come and knock on his door because if those fields he left behind go bad, they're coming knocking on his door. Okay, let's quickly finish up here. Well, I'm a rabbi. New case. So it's like this. A person, we've seen this halacha before though. What we've seen over here, we've seen this before in some format. A person says to a woman, Nixilach, these are my assets are yours. I'm giving you these. When you die, they go to Plony. Okay, so they're yours, but they're not yours forever. I mean, they're yours forever as long as you're alive. Now, Rashi is a very, very important Rashi over here. Right, Rashi's over here. Amar lepnuya, nixilach rachlepnuya. When he gives us gold, the staff she's not married yet, because she hasn't got a husband. We'll see just now in the Gemara. Nixilach rachlepnuya. Vamda venisait, and now she gets married. Right, so now once she gets married, it's a different story. What do we see over here? Sabaya baal okechavei. The baal is if he was a baya. Vein lacharayich b'makom baal klum, and that. God gave it to him, gave it to her, and said, I'm giving it to you, and I'll harayich after you to Plony. And she wasn't married. Once she gets married, Plony's ois. Husband now gets it. He's considered a buyer. When he says, come on, where do we learn this from? He says, kahai tana, like we learned in the brighter. Now this is kahai tana, kerabi shimon. We'll see in a moment. The tanya nixay laich vacharayich de Plony. This is a Gemara. It's quite a babacha. And in Sota, by the way. It's yours, and then after you deploy me, 
Yarad Arishon Umachar, the first one goes and sells. Hashani Motim Al Kuchot to be Rebi. So Rebi says that if he gives it to the first one and the first one goes and sells it, the the the, the, the second person who's meant to get it, the second in line, can go to the guy that they sold it to and take it from him. Rabbi Shum Gamlomed, no. And the Shani Lamasha Shirishon. The Shani only gets what the first one left over. And if the first one sold everything, then the, everything's gone. If she's only sold half, or he sold half, then the second one gets what was left over. So the Gemara says, Me, Amar Abayach, is that a fact that Abaya said such a thing? That it's a done deal? Amar Abayah, then Abaya say, Ezehu Rasha Arum, who's a like real naked, wicked guy? In other words, there's no more wicked than that. We learned the Sota seven years ago, if anyone remembers it. Right, it's if she got married, the husband got it. In other words, it's a bedieved. No one said to Abayi didn't say that she, if a guy gave it to her and said after you to somebody else, and now she must go and get married so as not to give it further. He didn't say that. He said if she got married, then it just happens that that is the din. Right? They say that, but but the property had a certain condition attached to it. But that lapses if she gets married? So it doesn't lapse. Yes, absolutely. Sorry, because the husband steps into the shoes now. Once she's got a husband, her husband basically gets everything. So when he, that's why it's so important. Everything was something yeah. that had an attachment. Okay, but let's just, let's just finish this and then we'll come back to it. Okay, give me one second. Let's just finish up here and then we'll come back and discuss it. Just not use contrary. So he says, yeah, so he says, but me come and tinase. Neseit kama. Even a buyer would agree to chatchila. It's not the right thing to do. But we're talking about a situation of, yeah, where he gave her this gift when she, was a, when she wasn't married. And, uh, and now, uh, another example now. During the second, Va'amar Abaya, another Nixilach, Vacharach Leploni, Umachra, Umeta. Another case. He says to a woman, he says to a woman, Nixilach is yours, and after Leploni, then she died, she sold the property, Umeta. Right? Haba'al Motsi Mialukuchot. So what, there's an order over here. There's like an order of five stages. Stage number one is she sells it and dies. Stage number two, Sabaya, the husband can take it from the Lekuchot. Why? Because it's his. Look at Rashi. If the husband wants to, right? If he wants, he doesn't have to. But if he wants to, he can go after the guy she sold it to. Listen, I'm the Lekuchot Rishon. If my wife sold it to you already, I'm the first buyer. I married her. I'm the husband. Right, velokeach miyada charecha, and the right. So, so I skip the line. Abba motzi miyada lukuchot, vaacharecha miyada baal. And now the guy, when he gave her the gift, he said to you and to Ploni acharaich. So this acharaich, this second guy can now go take from the husband. A little bit different to the first case. We'll see in a moment why. And now velokeach, the guy that she sold to, can go and take it from. The second guy from Plody, because he says, Listen, I bought it from the wife. And the end, it all goes back to the Kach. It's, it's a circle. She sold to the Lokayach, right? The Lokayach, the husband takes from the Lokayach. 
the acharecha takes from the husband, and then lokeach from the acharecha. So basically, it goes back, back to back to the lokeach. Now again, like I said about the ritva in the previous example, we're not suggesting that really this happens, but this is the order, right? So ultimately, you leave it with the lokeach. Look at Rashi Avia. Vlokeach me'ar acharecha, k'rabi Shimon d'amar demechat harishon mechira. And then look at Rashi. Lumokvin ala be'ar lokeach. Ain beitin iskakim be'pamazot im ba'alut yamen lokeach. Shein ha'pamazot domel rishona mitchila shlichas lem lokeach zeh mikuach me'ar isha. U'mi'ar isha yachol ha'ba'alit on. Ain lakach rishon ha'ba'al bezo. He says Rashi Avia is different to the first case we had, the first case of Abaya, where the husband could take it. Beitin would get involved. But in this case, we'll see here the baiti won't go back now and help the husband get it out of the out of the buyer's hands a second time around. Now let's what's going on over here. So the one says, Mashna Miha, why is this different to our Mishnah? We don't know Mishnah, the Khoseret Khalil Achiatsub Shara Bainahim. How come here it stays with the Lokayah as opposed to our Mishnah? We learned at the very beginning of the Mishnah to that on the Shir that we had the a guy was married to two women and he sold the field and he wrote the first the, the right the 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 first woman agreed his first wife agreed to the sale and the second wife didn't agree to the sale and then she can go and take it from the from the buyer and then the first wife takes from the second wife and the, then the buyer from the from from the from the first wife and then we said it goes around 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 to make make a deal how come here yeah, we're not doing the same thing how come we stay actually staying with the mocherit. So look what look what Gibra answers. It says, Hatam itlehu psaidilakulu. It says, because there really, who's losing out in the Mishnah? All of them are losing out. Why? Because each one of them have got a rightful claim that is backed up on money that's owing to them. The women have got a ketubah. A ketubah, we said all the time, is like a chov. Women's owed money. The buyer of the land paid money for the field. Each one of them has got a financially justified claim against that asset. So if we don't make a pshara between them, they're all losing out. Because if we say it's just the lokayach, the client, the wives lose out. If we say it's just wife number one, the wife, the other wife and the client lose out. They've all got financial justification in, in, in a claim to this. In our case, we've spoken about over here now, who's the only person who already paid money for this field? Who's the only person who laid out money? The buyer. The buyer. The wife got it as a gift from this guy. The husband got it as a scrab and snatch because he's married to the woman. Right? Acharayich is also a gift that's just been give, gifted to him. The only person who really loses here, who took money out of his pocket and handed over money and you're going to lose now, he might get the money back, but it's, he's lost because the field's worth less than what it was beforehand or whatever the case was. Or the money's worth, or the field's worth more, and you get his money, can't now go and replace the field, is the client. So that's why over here, Gemara says that that's why it's different to our Mishnah. He says, Right now, hears this. And he goes off to Rav Ashi and he tells Rav Ashi, he says to Ashi, he says, Me, Amar Abai Hachid, Rabbi already say such a thing? Vahamra, did Abai say, Nixi laich vachraich leploni, Amdev Nisait, Baalokayach, and then she got married, the first Abaya. Lokayach, right, and then the Baal takes it. Havei vein lacharaich, makum Baal klum, and then we said that the husband, that there's nobody after that. 
So how come over here in the first case we saw with Abaya, that Abaya said that it goes to the husband, Ois. And yeah, he says, no, he says, no. Amala Hatam. So now Rabbi Shimon answered him, he says, no. Hatam de Amala Keshipnuya. There in the first case, he gave it to her when she was a single woman. And therefore, her husband, when he married her, became the Lokayach. Right? So therefore, when she was single, it was hers. And he could tell her what to do with it after she died. But once he got, she got married, that's all nullified, reset. This woman's now got a new scenario in life. Fahache, in the second case she's speaking about, Right? Here, she's already married. When he gave her this, he was, she was married. And it says, If Maka Amar, he said to her, The conditions, as your question of conditions, Clive. That's why I said, let's wait. Here, when she was already a married woman, he gave her the fields, but these are the conditions. I'm giving you these fields, but I'm telling you now, it's yours. When you die, your husband doesn't inherit it from you. It goes to Acharaich. Those are the conditions. That's not part of it. Right? So in a case like that, uh, it wouldn't, she wouldn't have a claim. Let's just quickly run off over here. I finished off over here, the last two cases over here. What belongs to the wife is the husband. No, what belongs to the wife is the husband is a mitzvah if she finds something or masiadea if she earns something. But a person can come and give a, can give a gift to a wife. And the give you a gift on condition. Why is it lokayach? Okay, okay. A person, yeah. I, I come to your wife, to Rita, and I say, yeah, I want to give you this as a gift. But the condition is that it's only yours for ex, as long as you're alive. And once you die, it goes to, uh, to Chaim. Right? That's not Matnea Mashakatu Batara. Matnea Mashakatu is if my wife goes to work, then, her, 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 then, then what she earns is mine. If she finds something, whatever, but not if it came with a condition, I don't think that's Matnea Mashakatu Batara. I don't think. Okay, let's go. Um, okay, but let's just finish, let's finish this. Okay, after. okay. so uh, so now, uh, then we saw the Mishnah Zivachain Bachov. Right? We saw so too with a creditor and so too with a, with a, a, a woman of Ketubah. Let's look at the last two Rashi's here quickly. V'chayim ba'achol v'shnei l'kuchot. Ruvay no se, no she, b'shi wa'mane. Ruvay no she, b'shi wa'mane. And he owes two fields. He's got two fields and he sells them. So he owes money on the one hand, he's got two fields on the other hand. Right? Zubach ha'mishim zubach. And he sells each one for 50. So each one only covered half the debt that he's, that, that, that's, that's owed. So v'chatav ba'achol v'lokeach sheni dinadrayim animach. So now... So Shimon, whoever, whoever's owed the money here, right, gives a letter to buyer number two and says, you know what, you I'm not worrying about. You can keep that field. So Baal called him Yalarishon, but he can go after the first guy. Right? Now, in the previous example we saw where the guy had two fields and he sold the two fields and the wife did a din of a with the second field and not with the first field and she came after the first guy. What did Rabbi Mary say? If that to bata, why? Because the first guy can say, when I bought from your husband or from your creditor, whatever the case was, there was enough for you to get your debt from somewhere else. Here you can't say that. Because we know each field's only worth half the debt. Right? As Rashi says, Because yeah, we need both fields to pay the debt. So what happens is, so now, so now the creditor goes after the buy number one and gets 
takes the field back. So now what happens now? Lokeach Rishon, he bought first, correct? So Lokeach Rishon bought first. So when Lokeach Rishon bought first, the guy that he bought the field from still owed, owned field number two. And he bought to the Achrayut. So he now wants to be recompensated. So he goes after buyer number two. So now what's happening is, Shani, the, the, the credit, the Balchov has got a letter to, to buyer number two that won't go after you, correct? But buyer number, but buyer number one now went and, re, and took field number two from buyer number two in lieu of what he had lost to the, to the Balchov. So now field number two is now with buyer number two. Buyer number two, field number two is now buyer number one, sorry. Buy number one and the creditor have got no relationship. There's no undertaking for the creditor not to go after buy number one. So now field number two is with buy number one. The creditor goes after field number one after buy number one and takes field number two from him. So the creditor's got both his fields back. Are you ready with me? Chaim owes Yanko money. And Chaim now sells his two fields to Moshe and Shimon. Shimon's got an agreement with 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 with, with, with Yanko that he won't go after him, but Moshe hasn't. So now, buy now so, so the creditor goes up to field number one. Field number one, he loses the field by number one. Now he's got a right. So he goes to field number two, who, who bought post his date. So he says, that land that you bought was guaranteed my land. He takes it back. Now field number two is in buy number one's hands. So the creditor can go after buy number one now and get both fields back. Right? So he gets both fields back. So you've got to be clever. If you go after that guy and get it, you're both going to lose. Right? So now, the buyer number two, Balchov agreed not to go after Baal number two. But buyer number two didn't agree not to go after Balchov. He says to Balchov, but a second, you've got my field. He goes and gets the field back because you agreed not to take it away from me. And you took it from me via buyer number one. So I want it back. Give it back to me. We had an agreement that you wouldn't take field number two from me. Right? The Chosrin Chalila Achesu Pshara. That's the Eklaka Mishnah. Goes round and round and round until they actually do a Pshara. Everybody with me on that? It's worth spending a minute on it. What's happening over here is as follows The Balchov and buyer number two have got an agreement that Balchov won't go after Baal number two. Right? So he goes after Baal number one. Now, Baal number one can't say to him, What do you want from me? Go to, I bought first. I left you enough land to cover your debt because there wasn't enough money to cover it. I didn't have to cover half the debt. So the, the Baal Chov takes the land away. Baal number one says, I bought first. I bought on the Rishon and Nisan. He bought at the end of Nisan. That land that he's got is guaranteeing mine. I go to Baal number two and buy from buyer number two and take it back. Baal Chov had an agreement to Baal number two not to take the land back, not to buy number one. So now it's in buy number one's hands. He says, I want my, my land. He takes it back. And that land was land that was bought by buy number two. Buy number two comes to the Balchom and says, listen, we've got an agreement here. You wouldn't take that land back. Give it back to me. Right? And then by the way, takes the agreement. The Balchom, the agreement, it goes round and round and round until they go to get a bait and say, that's exactly like I'm And the last case was, the woman had a chov to her husband on the, on the bar. And the husband told the two fields, and this is enough to cover the ketubah. 
Right, and the same thing, the, 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 uh, she had written to buy a number two note in Dvarim. So the same idea, the woman can take it from bottom number one, bottom number one takes it from bottom from the, from the, from the number two, then bottom number one takes it from bottom number two, and then the woman takes it back, etc., etc., etc. Hadranalach Misha Yanasui, Hadranalach Misha Yanasui, Hadranalach Misha Yanasui.